0: Each week I'll either be going solo or have guests with the aim to inspire, uplift you and give you the tools for you to live your most epic AF life and business possible. You can find me on Instagram with the handle at Babe. Now let's get into today's episode beautiful babe. I'm Yeah. What I'm actually going to be doing right now is answering questions, your human design questions that I'm posted. So for this month and next month, I'm going to do weekly lives and answer all your human design questions. So I'll create another post for this. So I have some questions. Okay, so I'm going to start with Penny. She said, how do you manage a balance in relationships between manifestors and generators? So I know that Penny's a generator and her husband is a manifestor. So the biggest thing that... I would say that comes down to your strategy. So manifestors need to inform. So this is the same dynamic as my husband is on. My husband's a generator, I'm a manifestor, so I really do get this dynamic quite significantly. So the thing with manifestors is we have to inform people. They just can't read us the same way we can read other people or the same way that we expect them to read us in our communication. Often basically just set ourselves up for success when it comes to informing. So it comes down to us really owning our personal power and actually informing them. But also likewise, I think the big thing that I wish I knew like a long time ago about being a man- manifesto, which would be great for you to understand about your husband is that our biggest desire is freedom. So any time that firstly we're pinning ourselves down. So like what we often do as manifestors is because we're here to inform what we do is we go and inform the person of a decision, right? That's what, we tell, that's what we're what we told to do. Go and inform the person of a decision before we have made an action. So for instance, before I want to hire a one-on-one coach or before we're going to go on a holiday, I've decided it right now. I go and inform my partner. So what would happen in those instances though is I was waiting for their permission, So, because I was needing their permission, right, to go and do the thing that I was informing them about, I wasn't actually informing, and then I felt caged and not free anymore, so I was really fucking myself over because I wasn't actually, like, giving myself the biggest desire (laughs) ever as a manifester, so... The big thing really is to allow freedom. They're going to be very creative. They're going to like have random as shit ideas that you're just not going to understand. But my husband and I really navigate it in a way where he just knows I'm a visionary. He knows that I'm going to do some weird stuff. And he's like seen it pan out and see it like go amazingly. So now he's beginning to trust me a lot more. So I would really encourage a lot of freedom. I would really also encourage you to inform him. So as a manifester, our strategy is to inform, but we love to be informed. For instance, when we're farming... I used to ask my husband at night, okay, I didn't use to milk the cows very often, like once a fortnight, like a, a weekend, a fortnight, whatever, like not very often, right? I used to ask him where the cows are going at night, and he'd be like, you don't need to know, you don't need to know this, you're not going to get them, and I'm like, I don't know, I just want to be informed, he used to frustrate me that he wouldn't tell me where they are or where they're going. But I just I just want you to be informed. We just want to be informed. We just want to be informed. It's like the biggest, it's a really, really big thing for us. So inform him. He's going to want to be informed about things. Not because he's going to do anything about it, Not because it relates, it pertains to him in any way, shape or form. He's just going to want to be informed, okay? And then same thing, so for you, he's going to need to learn to inform you. But also the other really big thing I found within my relationship is actually, <laughs> took me a long time to figure this out, okay? Generators often answer with yes or no answers and this used to really frustrate me because I'm like, can't you just tell me a little more about how you're feeling, about how it's going, about the things that tell you what's going on in your brain. There's probably a bit of a girl boy dynamic there to be, to be honest as well. But he needs to be able to ask you yes or no questions because you aren't necessarily always going to be able to spell off this big long thing. Sometimes it's just a sacral uh uh-huh or uh-uh and that's actually a good thing for you. It's actually you standing in your power. So he needs to offer those opportunities for you and also be okay with that, that you may not have a big explanation why or or whatever. Does Does that sort of make sense? Um and the the you know how we have the non-alignment theme so for manifestors out of alignment theme it um misalignment what's that word frustration oh anyway i've forgotten the actual term right now but anyway for, for manifestors it's anger so this is for us to dig into a not self theme that's the one that's something to be really aware of. And for generators and many genes, it is frustration. So anytime that we're feeling angry or frustrated, depending on who you are, with your partner, it's to know that it's actually an internal job. It's something going on inside of us, right? It's something you peel back the layers and you find it's like you have another morning routine or you're frustrated with your job, or that you know, like dig back the layers, okay? And then the other thing is For both of those types, the in-self theme or the alignment, how you feel for manifestors is peace. So when they're feeling really peaceful, when their life is going peaceful, when there's all these sorts of, when there's peace, signs everywhere, that's a really good thing. So that's like, basically, if you go to the bed at the end of the day feeling peace, bang on, in alignment, okay? And for generators, it's satisfaction. So if you're going to bed feeling satisfied, that's amazing. So just like being aware of that, all those basic things, I think will really... Really, be a great thing for you to implement and understand between the both of you. Okay, the next question is from Ashley. Can you explain me this? So she posted her chart. And we chat a little bit in the group, and uh, the um, in the group about it. She's a emotional manifester and I just want to touch on the last and then I refer to a podcast over the next few weeks. I've got some podcast interviews coming out. I've definitely got a managing and a, a manifesto on my podcast now. So if you're one of those design types or if you desire to understand one of those design types, as your children or your partner or your boss or something like that. I think I would listen to those, so I did a um, part of a human design reading. I put on a podcast. So one of I referred her to the manifesto one. So we spoke a lot about manifestos, which was amazing. So she went listen to that and answered a lot of her questions. But at the end, she touched on something that I'd like to touch on. She said, I can definitely see now where some of my resistance is coming from, and I can see where I've been conditioned to play small. Or maybe it's that I'd prefer to stay small to avoid attention. I'm not sure, but I've taken so much from the podcast, and I'll be working through that and tweaking my life. Thank you so much. Cool. So I just want to touch on the playing small thing. So as a manifester, we definitely are conditioned to play small because we're like quite intense, right? But also, I think like for me, one of the things I always found is like, I always felt like I was... Just trying to like create as least disturbance as possible as I'm like walking through a crowd of people is like the best way to really describe it. One of the reasons why I always felt like I'm out of place and too intense for people was first I hadn't found my tribe. Okay, I was surrounded by people who just didn't get me, who who didn't support me, who didn't understand me. So finding a tribe is like an, an amazing thing to do. But also secondly, because we have a very big energy. Okay, it's it's very intense. Our aura is very very intense. Then finding our tribe is going to be an amazing place to start. Because because, and it doesn't have to be a lot of people, right? It's about quality, not quantity, okay? And and then when you're in that space to really allow yourself to expand and speak in a way that really feels true to you and, and pull back all of the things that that are not allowing you to be the beautiful manifester that you are because the world needs you. We're well, only 7% of the world. There used to be a whole lot more, you know, in the past and stuff, where the ones running the world, and I just look now that I donald Trump isn't manifest. <laughs> But, um, the, the world really needs us, we, we, we are very powerful, we are very different to everyone else, and everyone is different, but it's, they, they really do need us for our, de- our ideas and our energy, and, and we activate everyone, so we're the only type out of all of the five types who doesn't need an external stimulus, so we are the ones, That's the reason why we're activators, right? It's because the generator is getting the response, the projector is getting the invitation, and the reflector, they, they went in a moon, but still... We, we're creating all these opportunities for everyone else to be in alignment and to go and act on the things. So it's really important for us to be in our power because we are needed, okay? So, like, that's one of the things that I really found. I was always, like, trying to play small and try not to be too intense because I just was a visionary and no one really got me. I don't really, you know, like, all these sorts of conditioning. So, like, finding a place and just and just speaking and just speaking in a way that feels really authentic to you. Like, honestly, it's going to change the game for you, so... I'm so glad you took so much of the podcast as well. Okay, Jessie is a sacral generator and she said, I feel like I'm looking at an alien map. I understand that my undefined lines are where I'm open to energy, maybe, but what does the colored lines mean? A bit more info on this topic because I'm not educating this. Okay, cool. So the lines are something that are not as important. So the lines are called. They're called gates if there's only half of them, and it's a channel if it goes from like one centre to the other one. So here from your from your root to your spleen. Is it the right side? Yes, yeah, spleen. Um so it becomes a channel. But the most important thing when you are looking into human design at the beginning is your energy type, strategy, and authority. So your energy type is a generator, so you have a big, a big warm hug aura. When you're in alignment, generators also have massive fuck off vibes. When they're not in alignment, like you're walking around, you're like, "Oh, don't go near that one." Or, "Oh, mum is really grumpy today. We ain't going near." Do you know what I mean? Generators are like this. So, but when you're in alignment, you feel like a big warm hug. And so your your aura is a magnet to everything you desire. You're the life force, of the energy. So you literally life force energy of the planet. So you you your your sacral is why you're called a generator because you have a sacral defined. So if you think about a power plant, power plants don't have energy, they make energy. So you're gonna make energy through movement, through something that's really, really aligned with you and your sacral will light up. You will know, no, no, no what lights you up because you feel like you go for a very, very, very long time doing it and you will continue doing it. So those are the biggest things and then your Yeah, so really start with your strategy authority. Your, so your authority is sacral so it's aha uh-huh or uh-uh. It's a yes or a no and then once you get the answer from your sacral, then you're meant to lean back and actually wait for a response. This is your strategy. So this is basically because your aura is such a big magnet and it's bringing everything that you desire to you. the reason why your strategy is actually to respond because your aura is magnetizing everything to you while you've just made the decision and waiting for it to come to you. So like my generator clients, it's, it's so powerful seeing them do this because one of the biggest things that generators actually have to decondition is the fact that, they have a life force energy they're like they can be quite masculine because they're like I can just go and do the things now so by leaning back and waiting it can feel very alien to them but when I work closely with my clients and see them actually do that step back and wait for everything come to them it happens on the quickest timeline possible because the aura is literally magnetizing everything they desire everything that's in alignment for them so that's a really really powerful place to start. The next question is, Viola. I'd love to ask your perspective on how a manifesto best shows up in sales. I can add my chat. Cool. So, Visa Manifesto, I'm a manifesto. We're slow manifestors. Okay, so I thought about this for a little bit and actually it honestly. I think it's the simplest answer and you're probably going to be like, what? Yeah, probably, yeah. So for me, in my opinion, it's an urge. It has to be an urge. We get the manifest urge, right? And it's about decon. And you can know all these things, right? Like deconditioning the things that are stopping us selling at midnight or after we've had a baby or the fact that our husband's sick or the fact that, you know, we haven't done anything other than sell on social media this week or what, you know, we should decondition all the stories, right? And then remove all the stories. But it's always an urge. It's an urge, it's an urge, it's an urge, it's an urge, 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 urge. urge. <laughs> so like for me I go through stages where like I will sell for nothing like no selling at all for like three weeks and suddenly I'll just sell for like three weeks straight so it, and it's the same sort of thing as like the ebb and flow of our cycle the ebb and flow of like our working life like actually how much work we do behind the scenes and stuff like that it's always an urge I just I can't and like the it's the most basic answer but honestly it's the most powerful thing I think that's that is my perspective okay next question is Oh, it's the last one. Connie, which is V's mum. <laughs> she's posted her chart and she's an emotional manifesting generator. How much does a manifesting generator need to rest? I'm creative at times and mostly have endless energy, but sometimes I crash. So there's two things. Firstly, I find that because generators can get in quite a masculine like do, right? Because the sacral's lit up. But there's, there's there's a really big power to deconditioning the masculine in us so we can actually be in our feminine, right? And I know you've done Femme for Tell and stuff, right? With with Melanie and stuff, so you know about the feminine and everything. But it's about listening to, I think, towards the end of your week. So I've worked with generators quite closely. And what I find is towards the end of a workday, you, like, just want to finish something. You just want to, like, just finish it. And you had a yes earlier on that you're going to do this thing, right? So we're like, yeah, brain's like, yeah. So it was a yes, let's go and do it. But actually... It's actually a sacral no in that moment, or a, or even a sacral should, which is actually, we feel like we should, which is actually a sacral no, right? So really, like, I would continually ask your sacral questions, like, should I be this now, should it be this now, should I be this, like, is this the right step, is this the right step? Also, the other reason why, like, you, remember, you've got the flow of your emotional cycle as well. So... And also a feminine cycle too, right? Which you'll probably be going with moon, is that correct? So like we've, we've got those other elements as well that are going to come into play for our work days and how our work is going to work and, and whether we need to crash, we need to rest, we need to finish like half. So one of the things that I work with my clients with often is like, towards the end of the day, it's like finishing that extra half hour earlier than we thought we're, than thought you were going to need to. And that can often be quite serving yourself. Because you've pulled back before you've, like, depleted your battery, so to speak. But the thing is, if you go to bed satisfied at the end of the night, at the end of the day, if you feel satisfied, that is a perfect and alignment thing. So even if you're satisfied while you're crashing for two days or a day or whatever it looks like, that's a really good thing. So... I would really just test and see and really, really do connect back in with your, with your sacral, and with your intuition, like, you know, at every step of your day or towards the end of the day, like how things are moving, because even if you had a sacral yes to begin with, that you're going to go all of this to-do list and it was all, account- you know, all achievable for you, just check back in with your intuition, because she's got you, boo. Okay, so these were all the questions for this week, which is really exciting. I hope you ladies have a really lovely weekend. I got a massage, today's my goddess day. I got my hair done, massage, and I'm gonna catch up with my family tonight, which is really exciting. The kids have gone to Grand and Poppy's. So they're having lots of fun, and I'm gonna have lots of fun. And I'm just feeling so high vibe right now. Like, so relaxed and peaceful and, manifesto alignment (laughs) right there but yeah I'm sending you heaps and heaps and heaps of love and I will create a new thread for you if you have anyone else have has any questions or anyone even had a question today Um, if you have any more questions that's coming for the next four or five weeks okay lots of love bye Yeah, well, guess what? I have a place that you belong. It is called High Vibe Babes Community. It is a free Facebook group and I would love to have you in there. There are so many free trainings and epicness in this group, so please get your booty in there. It would mean the world if you would subscribe to this podcast, do the reviews, the rating, the stars, all of the things. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode. I'm sending you all of the vibes and all of the love. I've run out for her to high by babe.